Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Acolino. I'm your host, and we have a great episode for you today. Really excited to get into it. Have a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. And you guys know me. I'm just excited to chit chat with my girls. Hope everybody had a great week. Great week ahead. Good vibes only, girls, right? We're in the fall now which is kind of exciting because I get to wear little jackets, right? We're, we're trading in the espr- the little espadrilles for the little jackets. Um, I, I'm just excited to like, but then it gets like freezing and then you can't wear the cute jackets. You have to wear like a, a freaking parka. But anywho, um, I finished watching, I'm getting a bunch of DMs from you guys and just like, I guess from people who just follow me on Instagram too, saying you have to watch the new Love is Blind. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I kind of want to hear what you guys think about it before I get into it, because I'm going to tell you something right now. I've been watching 90 Day Fiance and I'm exhausted. Okay, I've been watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. It's Sunday, which means they're doing their tell all tonight, which I don't even know if I'm ready for because I don't have any alcohol. Okay, there's a bunch of freaks on that show. Um, I like one of the couples and then one of the uh, like there's these two girls. I. I don't like the American girl. I like the British girl. So I'm kind of rooting for her. I hope she like steps out of the relationship because it's just a bit much over there. And I had said that I don't like the one. um, What the hell is her name? Statler. And I had said that on Instagram last week. And so many of you were like, girl, I hate her. Okay. A couple of you were confused, but I got a lot of DMs from from quite a few of the lesbians that watch the show. So she's supposed to be representing their community. So if the lesbians agree with me, I feel like I'm going on the right track. Um, But they don't claim her, to be fair. I will say that. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight. What else have I been watching? I think that's it. I watched the uh, before the 90 days and then I watched the other way. 90 Day Fiance, the other way, which is, I mean, you want to talk about a bunch of freaks. I don't know where they find these damn people. I've never seen such a, a crazy crew in my life. That's why I'm like, I don't even know if I have it in me to watch Love is Blind. Okay. I'm on a whole nother level of, of mental, you know, anguish here. All right. But let me know if you guys are watching it. If it's good, I'll watch it. Um, okay. Let's see. We're just going to get straight into these emails. Got a bunch that you guys, again, sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Um and let's start you know what let's just start from the freaking top this one says splitting the check hi carly glad you're home safe from italy and had such a great time loved hearing all about it oh thank you so i went on a first date this weekend everything was great 10 out of 10 first date the guy was cute he had a great job he was over six feet i'm tall so that's always a plus everything was going great until the bill came oh shit hold on i lost you guys hold on Okay, you guys, I'm back. I uh, had to test the mic there. So, okay. So she went on a first date. Everything was going well until the bill came. We split the check. Here's my problem. I only had an $8 glass of wine. This man had a burger, a plate of fries, and 10 wings and ate it all. I only had a glass of wine and a few Frenchie fries, and he made me pay half. I don't mind splitting the bill um, in normal circumstances. 
I think if I had food, I wouldn't have cared this much, but because I only had one glass of wine, that's what I'm stuck on. I just paid $30 for half of his food. Then he texted me saying he made it home safe and would love to go out again. Okay, sir. I didn't ask if you, a six foot two man made it home safe. Shouldn't you be asking if I made it home safe? Am I being shallow or is it odd that he made me pay for half of his food? I think when I go out with friends, if someone just had a couple of drinks, but no food, I wouldn't make them pay for my meal. It feels like he took advantage of a nice person. Would love to know your opinion. Kiss you right on the freaking lips. Now, girl, you are not being shallow. This is insane. I love how you're like, it was a 10 out of 10 first date. Girl, it wasn't a 10 out of 10 first date. Okay. Hell no. I wouldn't even answer this guy ever again. It's like, ugh. first of all, so weird that he wouldn't just be like, don't worry about it. I got it. Like you, why didn't you say like, I got a glass of wine. You freak, you big idiot freak. That's what I would have said. If he said, let, if the bill came and he said, all right, we're splitting the bill. First of all, girls, you know, the move. You're not supposed to be splitting the bill with any of these guys that you're going on. If somebody asks you out on a date, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. But a first date, especially, couldn't be me. You know my move. The bill comes, you go like this. This was great. Thank you so much. Period. Sorry. I know that that, that's a controversial thing to say. I know people are like, oh, it's, you know, everybody's equal. Yeah, everybody's equal when you're in a relationship with them. But in the beginning of dating, I just feel... Like, you should take me out on a date. Are you crazy? No, because that's craziness. I don't know. I just feel like if you're not going to pull it, if, if you're not going to pull out all the stops on the first date, then you're, I mean, what, what do I have to really look forward to here? Anywho, I know that a lot of people aren't going to like that, but that's just my personal opinion. It's just not something that I would want to do because you want to know what the, I have this new thing that I was talking to my friend about, um, where it's like, I ask myself in my head, like, would my husband do this? The person that I, the type of person that I want to be with. Right. And I'm using husband as like a blanket term where it's like, you guys know that I don't really even care about marriage, but I'm using it as a, my person. Right. Would my person do this? And if the answer is no, then I'm out. Because why are we wasting time with somebody that's not our person? I recently um, just kind of like ended things with somebody that I was talking to. It wasn't anything official. It was just like perhaps could have been the beginning of something if I wanted it to be, right? And there were a couple of things that happened that um, like one of them was like something that happened with me that I went, mm, my husband wouldn't do that. And Another one was like the story that he told me that I was kind of like icked out by where I was like, oh, it, it had to do with like, uh, I don't know, it's a long story, but I was talking to my friend about it. And I said, my husband just wouldn't do either of those things. And it's so true, right? So like, is this guy your husband? Is this husband vibes? No, not saying you have to plan to marry every person you go out on a date with. But like, if you're looking into long-term, like you, you, you paid $30 and this guy scarfed a freaking burger down on your date and eat a bunch of Buffalo wings, please, please. I would send him a Venmo request for my lapse of judgment. I want my $30, you know, anywho, sorry about that rant, you guys, but come on now.
Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by the Inky List. I was so, so excited when I found out that the Inky List wanted to uh, sponsor the podcast because I love their stuff. I have so much of their stuff and they sent me just a, a box of goodies and I was just so damn excited. Um, skincare can be seriously confusing with all the buzzwords and complicated beauty jargon. It's hard to even know what you're buying. Shop with confidence with the Inky List. They simplify skincare and create single ingredient lead products um, so that you know exactly what you're buying. Their newest launch is their lip plumping lip balm. Um, that will give you fuller lips without the filler. It's clinically proven to plump lips up to 40% in four weeks without that annoying tingling feeling or irritation. So I've been using this. It's so funny because I've been using this lip balm and I didn't realize that it was plumping until just before when I was putting it on. I'm like, oh, this is a plumping lip balm, but it's so soft. And I didn't realize it was plumping because you really don't get that. Like, um, you know, like a lot of times it's like hot, like cinnamon kind of. And this has no um, feeling of that, which is great. Uh, the Inky List is an award-winning science-backed brand that you can trust. Right now, the Inky List is giving the girlies 20% off their purchase with promo code SECRET. Go to theinkylist.com, spelled I-N-K-E-Y, and use promo code SECRET for 20% off your order. That's theinkylist.com, promo code SECRET, theinkylist.com, promo code SECRET. Love that. Love them. We also have our babies, our absolute babies over at Bays. Um, we are trying to pack everything to go away for a weekend. You're going to want to pack with Bays. Bays luggage has room for everything, even that little extra pair of shoes. Created by actress Shay Mitchell, Bays has everything that you need to make any travel day both stress-free and fashionable. I loved this bag. This bag, I used their weekender bag for my entire trip to Italy. And you guys, it fit everything, okay? Like, I, I was gone for weeks and I packed everything. It has this shoe compartment, the zippable on the bottom shoe compartment. I fit a bunch of pairs of shoes in there. And I, I was really, really good at packing this time around. I got to say, usually I kind of suck at packing. Like I always forget stuff or I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have brought this. I should have brought this instead. But this was like, I just did the best job. And I think having this bag where I couldn't go crazy um, and just pack a bunch of shit that I didn't need, it really, really helped. Okay. I love the, I love the thing. And it's really well, well-made, great quality, looks gorgeous, looks chic. We love, we love to see our girls winning over there at the airport. Um, the luggage has 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, tons of pockets and a washable bag for your dirty clothes. This is their roller luggage. Um, it even has a built-in weight indicator, which is a total game changer. No more stepping on the scale with your suitcase and doing a mental math to subtract your body weight. With Bayes, you know exactly where you stand. Right now, Bayes is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting BayesTravel.com slash secret. Go to BayesTravel.com slash secret for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash secret. I, I started getting a little slurry there, didn't I? Okay. This one says worst date ever. <laughs> Why are men? Uh-oh, something's going around. Oh, is this a picture of a kitten? <gasps> oh my God. Wait, that cat is gorgeous. Okay. Hi, Carly and the little fluffy guys. 
I decided to put myself out there and go on a first date with somebody that I matched on Hinge. Uh, this was a first date in a very after a very traumatic breakup, which maybe I'll write in another time about. But let me walk you through this date that had me thinking that I was on a hidden camera prank show. It started with him picking me up to go out to dinner and he didn't get out of the car to greet me. Okay, first of all, girls, I hate to interject here, but nobody should know where the fuck you live if you never even met the guy before. Don't have somebody come pick you up on a first date that you met online. What if he's crazy and then he knows where you live? Okay, just looking out for my girls here. So he didn't come out to greet. He didn't come out to greet me like, hello, are you my Uber? Anyway, I let it slide because but minus one point. Uh, I get into the car and it smells God awful, like a dirty gym bag, smelly socks, plus wet towel type of smell. I had to open the window, but then we get on the highway and the wind starts thumping and God. So he put them back up. He put them back up. I was trapped. Okay. So he pulled the windows back up. We get towards the restaurant and he literally parks in front of my ex's apartment. I was like, wait, this has to be a joke. Not even joking door to door. Uh, so I was like, sorry if this is weird, but can we pull a little closer to the restaurant? This is my ex's apartment. And he goes, ex, didn't you just move here? And I go, I moved here 11 months ago. And he goes, yeah, clearly you're still triggered. Ugh, Carly, I wanted to jump out of the car right then and there before we even got to dinner. We get out of the car and wait to check into the restaurant. He put he puts his full palm on my chest and goes, wow, you got sunburn and presses down on my chest. Like, ew, get off me. We just met. Then I'm like, damn, I need a drink to get through this date. My drink comes and it has a cutesy little garnish pinned to the side of it and with a mini clothespin. Tell me why he stuck his chody little fingers into my drink. Ew, fishes out the garnish and clips the clothespin on his ear and goes, look, isn't this funny? Girl, the way that I would fucking leave. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Our food comes. He's rambling about his crazy ex, oversharing way personal things about his family. And I excuse myself to escape to the bathroom to update the girlies that this is going terribly. I'm on my way back to the table and he's leaning over eating my food off of my plate, like aggressively stabbing my pasta multiple times. We finish up dinner and old lady walks past us and is selling roses. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. The lady continued walking around when she was like decently far away. And he goes, you know what? Hey, and starts yelling. Mind you, we're eating outside at a crowded restaurant. So all heads turn to him. The lady turns around and my date goes, hey, cuantos anos. Oh, God. Not how old are you? (laughs) Oh, my God. She goes, I was like, oh, my God, no, it's Quanto Cuesta trying to correct him. But he's clearly trying to ask how much it was. And he repeats the incorrect Spanish again, yelling Quanto Sanos. Uh, An innocent bystander comes over and says, I don't think you're meaning to ask her how old she is. Carly, I was mortified. My hands over my face embarrassment at this point. He ends up buying a rose from the old lady. He hands it to me and goes, will you accept this rose? This guy is crazy. Uh, Like this guy really thinks he's a freaking he's the freaking bachelor right now. And he pulls it out of the skinny little bag that it was in 
and every single petal falls off of this rose onto the table. And he goes, oh no, is it dead like our love? And I said, yeah, maybe that's a sign. Everything about this date felt like a joke. There was no way this was real, but it was. And safe to say, I won't be dating again for a while. Oh, and he was 35 years old in case you were picturing a teenager. In conclusion, wire men, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh no. You know what? Like, God, what a, what a goofy, what a goofy dude. Yeah. I, I wouldn't see him again either, but Jesus Christ, you want to know what? It wasn't the worst date ever, right? It was embarrassing and he wasn't your person, but like, yeah, no, the, the car smelling would have, would have killed me. Oh, honestly, I feel like sick to my stomach because I got a little nauseous reading that. Um, Jesus. Then we have, um, factor. You're throwing the kids in the car for band practice. You're taking the dog to the vet and you're picking up your sister from the airport. You don't have time to cook. Let Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, fuel you up with chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. Save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. You guys, I've done so many rounds of this Factor and it's so good. The food is so delicious. It's honestly like restaurant quality. They have wonderful ingredients. You can pick what type of food you want. Like if you want vegetarian, if you want keto, um, if you want like more meat forward, it's all there. You have a million different options. You can choose from over 34 weekly meal options that are fresh and never frozen. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with over 45 add-ons like their breakfast items, apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato and bacon egg breakfast skillet. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. Now, that's a great deal if I ever saw one. We also have DoorDash. You already know DoorDash and you love it uh, for delivering your favorite hangover meal straight to your door. Now they are offering grocery delivery too. So you pretty much never have to leave your home again with DoorDash grocery delivery. You can get exactly what you want delivered right to your door. I have been a, I mean, I've been a customer of DoorDash for a really long time and I'm just saying getting groceries delivered is like the most luxurious thing in the entire world. I absolutely love it because especially if you're like me, like you live in a city Girl, to carry all of that stuff blocks miles down the street to get to get it home. You know me. I need a I need a 24 pack of Diet Coke. Who's going to carry all that? Could it be me? I'm not strong enough. Mm-mm-mm. And it's really good too. like at convenience items, like a bunch of paper towels, a bunch of stuff like if you don't have a car, please. So convenient. You've trusted DoorDash to bring you nachos when you were drunk at 2 a.m. And now they're going to help you stock the pantry like a true friend. They see you through good times and bad. So sit back, relax, and let DoorDash bring you uh, that head of lettuce that you need for dinner. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code SECRETKEEPERS at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20 no minimum subtotal and zero delivery free fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter the code secret keepers. Don't forget code secret keepers, 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Okay. This one says, please read on the potty. XO help me. 
Dear Carly, hi, I've been a potty fan since the beginning and religiously listen. I think you have such great insight and appreciate your outlook on life, love, cats, etc. I think we would potentially be besties in real life. Please, nobody comes close to your style. Oh, thanks so much, girl. We actually met once and I had such stage fright talking to you. I was in the green room at the Funny Bone in Syracuse a couple of years ago and I asked you to take a Polaroid with me, but said we should make funny faces. You look absolutely adorable and I look like a psycho. <laughs> like literally I never looked worse, LOL. Anyway, I've thought of writing in many times, but this is a real deal question. I have to know if I'm being irrational or not. Okay, let's see. Kind of a long story. Please bear with me. Quick backstory. My mom had a stroke seven years ago when I was 26. Oh my God. So sorry. I was in a bad relationship and he bailed on me, broke my heart and was left to pick up the pieces while I took care of my mom very extensively. I basically devoted my life to her appointments, physical therapy, speech therapy, et cetera. And I had even moved in with her because she was having seizures. Oh my God. She was having a hard time talking and had zero use of her right arm and hand. She even attempted suicide once by taking pills and I found her. She's doing well now though, lives alone again and even drives a little. I'm truly thankful. Oh my God, girl. Uh, That being said, I was single for six or seven years. Not only was I damaged, daddy issues and bad relationships, but I was truly busy and focused on her rehabilitation. Fast forward to about nine months ago, I met a great guy. He's 39, divorced five years ago from his early 20s sweetheart. In parentheses, he lost his virginity to her and they have an 11-year-old daughter together. He treats me very well. We have great chemistry and communication, and he really feels like the person I've been waiting for all this time. When him and his wife split, he went a little crazy, understandably so, Um, slept with a bunch of women, including a couple of 19 and 20-year-olds, in parentheses, gross. Agree. Guys will be guys, I guess. Anyway, I'm a little insecure about that, but I know the past is the past, and I'm no angel either. I moved in with him about three months ago, and it's going well so far. I love his daughter, and I trust him 95%, but there's still this part of me who thinks he's a little sketchy. I'm not sure if it's substantial or just my own insecurity. I've checked his iPad and saw nothing. He likes boobs and IG models, but who doesn't? He stopped liking their photos because I told him it made me feel uncomfortable, and he is receptive to how I feel most of the time. So last night I was working, I'm a bartender, and he went out to the bar next door to where we live, where we both frequent, and I have some friends that work there. He wasn't really answering my texts like normal, and I thought that was just odd. Didn't think much of it. I asked him to do one chore earlier in the night, wash our sheets, because I washed our comforter and cleaned the kitchen, among other things, before I left for work. At 10 p.m., he was still at the bar, drunk, and the sheets were not done. I was annoyed and I asked who he was with, a friend from school. I immediately got the ick feeling because he was so elusive and I know this motherfucker doesn't have any friends. (laughs) The few he does have, I know, and he would say them by name. Naturally, I pry and asked who, and he said my friend from school. Who? My friend Christine. Then he rushes home. Obviously, I do some PI work and figure out who this chick is. And immediately I realize they're not even Facebook friends. So I call him out on it and he admits that he unfriended her because they have a sexual history. Ugh. Long story short, I'm obviously very annoyed and I feel disrespected. Sitting in a bar drinking with an old hookup is not cool in my opinion. He told me that he walked into the bar and she was there. She invited him to sit down with her 
and he knew it wasn't a good idea. So he declined. But then an hour and a half and a few drinks later, he felt like he needed to sit with her and find out why she ghosted him two years ago. Ugh. He told me he has every right to want to know and ask her and not everyone has to act like me because I said that I would never do that and I wouldn't. I'm very future focused and couldn't care less about anyone from my past. He also said that they talked about me and he told her how great I am. Oh my God. So you want to know what this has happened to me before when I catch a guy, like I'm dating someone and I catch him doing something and he's like, we talked about you. Okay. I will honestly, I will kill a man. Anywho. All right. Uh, he told her how great I am mm -hmm, uh, and how happy we are. I love him and I just don't entertain literally anything other than him. I do trust him. I don't think he did anything bad or cheated or anything like that, but I tried explaining to him how appropriate this is and he thinks I'm being judgmental and insecure. He actually told me to pack a bag tonight and leave. Mm -hmm. Am I being too jealous or is this just not necessary? Anyway, I didn't flip out or act crazy or anything. I express why I think it's inappropriate. Would love your input. Thank you for reading this novel. Again, I really do appreciate your outlook and I always agree with what you think. Oh, thank you. Kiss right on the damn lips. Um, and then she adds a few pictures. Okay, so the this is all like infuriating, but... The thing that really gets me is that he told you to pack a bag because you expressed that this was hurting you. Whether he thinks it's like, whether he thinks it's rational or not, that should never be like the answer to two adults having a grown up conversation. Two adults that are in a relationship having a conversation about boundaries and things that hurt their feelings, right? So it's kind of like, I mean, just like, reading what you said where you're like, I told him it was inappropriate and he thinks I'm judgmental and insecure. Okay. That's a really good deflection. Does he really think those things? Probably not because I think you have every right to feel the way that you feel, but I wouldn't say that this situation, um, and your reaction to it would make you judgmental and insecure. I think what's happening is he's gaslighting you because this is what men do when we catch them in something right it's also like what if you never texted him and asked who he was with like was he just going to omit that information so it's just kind of like I wouldn't trust him 100% it would kind of bother me um because if it was something innocent like wouldn't he just text me and be like hey I just met up with you know so and so like I don't even care if you know, when I'm dating someone, I honestly don't care about stuff. Like if you hang out with your ex-girlfriend, if you hang out with like someone you had to have a past with and eh, whatever, I don't care. Like we're together now. It's so it doesn't bother me. But if it's being hidden, that's where it gets weird for me. Like, I don't care if anybody's friends, with their ex, but if you're hiding that you're hanging out with your ex or somebody that you used to hook up with a situation ship, mm, kind of weird, you know? It feels uh, contrived, you know? So I don't think you're acting crazy. I think that you deserved more than being brushed off when you just came to him and you weren't yelling, you weren't, you know, you just told him this hurt you and he's like, well, you're crazy. Okay. The thing is, is like, even if you were being crazy, which you're not, is that really like how to end a fight on his part? 
wouldn't you want to just talk about it? Say he could say his piece, you could say yours. And like, you guys come to an understanding. It's just like, I, it reminds me of like, you know, when you're in a relationship and you say to a guy, like, if I did this to you, would it hurt you? And they're always like, no, it wouldn't hurt me at all. Like I wouldn't even care. (laughs) Oh God. I'm not envious. You guys not envious of people who are in relationships. I'm not going to lie to you Uh, because I've seen it all before, but I think this is something that could be solved with a conversation. Um, if he's willing to give you that, you know, decency, (laughs) this one says random question. Hello, Robert and Stanley. Wait a minute. This is for Robert and Stanley. Uh, if you're driving a Tesla on autopilot, can you still say I'm not driving? Big fan. I love you. You want to know what? You can say that. Of all times, you can say that because you're really not driving. God, maybe I should get one of those since I don't know how to drive. Can you imagine me just sitting in a car? Imagine me just like, first of all, it's so fucking weird and I don't trust Teslas that just drive themselves. Okay, that's crazy. And when they start, I know what they're going to start doing. I know they're going to start making it like instead of Uber, right? Because every every working class citizen is getting X'd out by some type of uh, technology or AI. I know that instead of Uber in like 10 years, probably not even, it's just going to be shit like that, where it's like a Tesla, some random car just shows up at your house and then drops you off. Anywho. Okay. This one says, damn, I lost my spot. This one says, why is, why is flying so embarrassing? Hey, girly pop Carly and the fur princes that we all love so much. I'm a fairly new listener. Um, shout out to my girls who got me on and a first time emailer. When my friend got me hooked on the potty, it wasn't until about two episodes in that I was like, oh, that's red haired Carly from Girl Code. Needless to say, I've been a big fan of yours since the Girl Code days. Oh, thank you so much. Anywho, I was just listening to an old episode of yours that was all about embarrassing shit while I was on my way experiencing some embarrassing shit. And this is how that experience of going through an airport to get on your flight. Number one, how is em- embarrassing is it to drive yourself? Yes, no one loves me enough to take me and then having to park. God forbid you are having to park at a super busy airport that was clearly designed by a monkey. I damn near had a heart attack. They had workers directing traffic, but they were all doing a horrible job and they were yelling at me like, oh my God, I don't know where you're. I'm supposed to go. You have to tell me. Um Girl, why don't you just cab it to the airport? I mean, driving to the airport, isn't it like $100 a day to park your car there? Just take a freaking cab. Because to me, it's also like the parking lot isn't at really the airport, right? Like a lot of the big airports, like you take your car to the parking lot, you park there and you don't just like walk up to the airport and go in. You have to like take a shuttle bus or some shit like that. It's just like adds a whole extra, you know, like stressful thing to a part of your day. Okay. And then this one says TSA, the long line, the TSA agents yelling at you, having to juggle your ID, your phone and your ticket on it. Uh, and all of your other shit, the dehumanizing act of slamming your 
stuff on the conveyor belt while also basically having to completely undress. Lucky for me, I signed up for TSA pre-check, so I didn't have to do all that today. Honestly, everyone should get uh, pre-TSA. It's the best thing you'll ever uh, have. Trust me, just sign up. Uh, and number three, finding a seat at your gate with your little snacks. I need little snacks and books at the airport. It feels like a first day at a new school trying to awkwardly find a seat in the cafeteria. And this literally just happened. I made the bad decision of sitting in front of a cringy couple because I got overwhelmed with finding a spot. The girl is literally sitting on her man's lap. Ew, making kissy faces and basically fucking him over here at the Southwest gate. Like, please go find a nice bathroom. Um, anyway, tell me why in this exact moment, I look up from typing this email and I made eye contact with him. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, no, everything about being at the airport is humiliating. Um, I absolutely hate it. Uh, to me, it's the checking in process that really, really gets me. It's the the long line, going through security, taking the socks off. I feel so icky, not taking the socks off, taking the shoes off. You're just walking around an airport in your socks. I feel so icky doing that, going through the damn scanner and blah, blah, blah. And if you're going to another country, forget it. It's like that times two. You have to go through the customs line too. Forget it. So I totally get where you're coming from. All right, this one says insane sandwich. Let's see. Carly, I've never had something I needed to tell you so badly. This man cannot be serious. We've been on four dates and I've stayed over at his place. We're currently texting and he told me that his favorite sandwich is peanut butter, pickles, and mayo. I really can't handle what, what I just read. Then he clarified and said that it had to be crunchy peanut butter. I told him I didn't believe him and he doubled down. I was like, I will not go out with you again if you don't tell me you're lying. And he stood by it. He's a murderer, right? What do I do? I never even thought I'd end it with a guy over his food preferences. I still can't even believe him. Girl, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. For some reason, I've heard a lot of people saying peanut butter and pickles, right? I've never personally tried it. I don't know if I ever would. Eh. Maybe I would if I'm not driving, but eh, that one I can kind of, I don't know why. I think I'm giving it the pass because I know this is a sandwich that people eat, even though I can't even imagine the first time you had that and just going, you know, what would be good on this peanut butter is pickles. I mean, it's crazy and it's insane and everybody should be locked away. But to add mayonnaise is something that is so unhinged to me that it honestly, it makes me sick. I really feel like picturing that sandwich honestly just makes me sick. And it's also like think, thinking of it. Do you guys ever do this where you think of everything like in your stomach and like what it looks like? Picturing that all swooshed in together. I girl, I can't girl. I can't No, I need to see a picture of him to really decide if you should ever talk to him again. And you know that. And yet you didn't add it. But you did add pictures of your cute little cats. God, what's the weirdest thing? I don't even know. Men and their food is, is crazy. Men and their food is crazy. Okay. This one says, just need some life advice from the girlies. Hey, Carly and the cutie little kitty boys. 
longtime fan um, and lover of the podcast. I'm a 30 year old mom and I just feel like I need some advice. This podcast seems to be exactly where I go to when I'm looking for some wisdom and laughs and good vibes. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't really have a career, uh, just a boring office job and no real direction on which way I want to go from here. I don't even really know what I want to do, but I know that I want to be financially secure. When I tell people that they usually say, well, what do you want to do or what are you interested in? And I can never answer that. I'm also like super depressed all the time. It seems I never really have, I never really feel good enough for anyone or anything. I've gained a little bit of weight and I'm trying to eat better and work out and get back to a normal weight. I've been seeing a therapist as well as I realize all of these feelings are things that need to be worked on. Um, and most likely the reason why I am where I am in the first place, but even that is really hard. I constantly feel jealous and insecure. My relationship gets hard sometimes because every single girl I see that looks better than me physically, I automatically assume that she's just better than me in every way and that my boyfriend would prefer her. It's gotten to the point where some days we'll be on a date and I'll just come home and cry because there were so many beautiful women around us and he's with me, a greasy goblin. I don't have many friends, um, none that ever want to do things really, and I have a lot of stress going on in the moment, so... I'm sure all of that stuff just heightens it. My dad also recently died. Oh, I'm so sorry. And he was my best friend. I don't know. It just feels grim lately. I feel lonely and I'm not alone. I feel worthless and insecure. I feel directionless and like my existence is a bit of wasted space. These feelings also make me feel like shit because I have two kids that depend on me and what kind of mom am I am if I feel this way? Surely it leaks out into my life and onto them, which further makes me feel like an ass. I don't know what kind of advice you would give someone like me. I feel like I need some solid big sister advice. You always seem to know what to say and are extremely helpful to even just by answering all the girly pops. I'm hopeful that you could be able to help me out a bit here. Um, much love to you and the furry babies. Oh, thank you so much. So first of all, I'm sorry, everything that you're going through, it's kind of like a situation where it's, where it's, you know, when it rains, it pours, right? You're going through a lot you're, I mean, you've been through a lot. So I think you need to give yourself a little bit of grace. Um, and all of these things are connected usually. Like if I feel, if I don't feel good about myself, then I'm not going to have, like, it's just something that kind of looms in the back of your mind. Like if you feel insecure about something. So I think that what I would focus on if I were you. And I know that you're saying that you're going to therapy, you're talking to a therapist, which is great. I would continue that and kind of do like, you know, I would work on not, it's so hard to explain, right? Like, I wouldn't say like, I would work on looking different, right? Because it's, it doesn't matter if you're feeling the way that you're feeling, um, in your head, you're just, you don't feel good. You don't feel like you look good. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's, it's in your head. I'm sure you look great. Do you know what I'm saying? So I would focus more on my mental than, um, anything else, because that's really the center of everything. And when you feel good mentally, you'll, everything else will just fall into place. I think that a lot of this has to do with how stressed you are. I think that you're, you're mourning and, you have to give yourself a little bit of grace and just take care of yourself. You know, 
I would worry, I, I would focus on my mental more than anything right now. Everything else is, you know, will fall into place um, once that is all cleared up. But also, like I'm saying, do nice little things for yourself that make you feel good. Even if it's a little tiny thing, just do something that boosts your energy, makes you feel good, makes you feel positive. Um, and focus on that, you know, focus on doing little things for yourself throughout the day, because is it going to fix every problem? No, but it'll give you a little bit of a boost like throughout the day. That's what we need sometimes. Cause it's like, you know, sometimes you can't just snap your fingers and everything's good, but I think focusing on lifting your spirits is really, really important. Okay. This next one says, please fucking help. <laughs> Friend zoned and sad. Hi, Carly Aquamarine. Oh, thank you. I like that. Aquamarine. My mom, I think my mom's uh, birthstone aquamarine. Shout out to you and the fluffy little babies. I love the podcast ever since my bestie introduced it to me earlier this year. I love to cook and I'm always listening to your podcast in the kitchen while I'm whipping something up. Oh, thank you. Anyway, I was really hoping for some guidance on this man situation that I'm having. I met this guy on a dating app a few months ago in early July, and we really hit it off chatting right away. We went on a date to get tacos and a long walk around the city smooching and laughing. We hung out another time right after and were snuggling and watching a movie and eating dinner, but we never did the deed. After that, no joke, this guy would not leave me alone, texting me all the time. Pardon me, guys. Hold on one second. I got to take a sip of my... Uh, I got to take a sip of my lemon lime seltzer. Wegmans brand, by the way. Okay, sorry, guys. Um, he would not leave me alone, text me all the time, FaceTime me every night. He's really funny and really serious about mental health and working out all the things that I love. And I just think he's so handsome and he has a hot body. For a few weeks, I would ask him to hang out and he would kind of dodge the question, but continue to live stream me every single day. After like three weeks of this, I was like, hey, I'm into you and we talk constantly, but it feels like you don't want to hang out. What's the deal here? He was like, TBH, I didn't really feel an intimate connection when we hung out in parentheses. I think this was just a nice way to say that he's not attracted to me, but that he loves talking to me and he thinks I'm a great person. I said, I totally respect that, but we need to take a step back from the two times daily FaceTime calls and the constant chit chat. And he said, Okay. So now she's inserted a text message, a screenshot of a text message that he sent her. He said, yeah, that's cool. I understand. I've definitely overdid that. Thank you for understanding. This is also an adjustment period for me. And I've probably relied on you a little bit to entertain me ugh, during bouts of loneliness and boredom, which isn't fair to you because it was lead on ish, which reading back now makes me feel sick. Um, but even so we kept chatting constantly just as friends and it's gotten to the point where we will talk about dates that we go on or people that we hook up with, or rather just him, because I have not been in the scene for casual sex lately and barely have any, any energy to date. Um, we hang out now and again and go out to eat and go shopping. Sometimes he'll call me at night and tell me about some girl he went on a date with. And once he was like, let's go get pancakes at like 8 PM. So I was like, sure. And we met at a diner and he told me that he had hooked up with someone right before we met up. Oh, girl, what are you doing here? 
And just today he sent me a screenshot of a conversation he's having on a dating app with a girl. And I saw that he used the same opening line that I used on him. It's a unique one. So there's no way he didn't do it unconsciously. I was like, what the fuck? That's my line. And he goes, oh yeah, we're going out tonight to this restaurant. Thank you so much. Ew. Which is the same restaurant that I suggested and took him to for the first date that we went on. I just don't know how to either cut this guy off or set a boundary um, with him that makes me feel entitled or petty. I just, I'm sorry, that makes me sound entitled or petty just because he doesn't like me. I really feel like I let him go too far and didn't set boundaries properly. And I'm not sure how to do it now. I just don't feel like I would be telling a guy who told me he liked me and I rejected about dates um, or that I banged someone just out of respect for their feelings. I don't know what to do here and how to communicate that he's hurting my feelings without sounding bitter that he friend zoned me. Any advice? Um, or should I just slowly phase out whatever this is? Thank you so much for reading this email. There's pictures of me and my bestie um, who got me into the podcast and him being funny and hot and my sweet baby cat. Let's see this guy. First of all, you guys are gorgeous. Hi, girls. Okay. And this guy literally is, is one, of the ugly, well, one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. I don't think this guy is cute at all. If I saw this guy out, I would laugh. Okay. And I'm saying this because I know who he is on the inside. We have to remember that. I'm not just judging people by their looks. Okay. And, and you know, I'm going to always stand with my girls. So girl, here's the thing. I had this conversation recently with one of my friends because she was in kind of a similar situation where this guy was honest about his intentions. He didn't want any, he didn't want a relationship. He didn't want anything serious. And she really liked him. And, you know, he would call her every once in a while and say, do you want to go out? And she would go, yeah, sure. And then she would go meet up with him. And I was like, girl, what are we doing here? You know? And she's like, what? We're friends. I said, he's not your friend. That's the thing here. I have a handful of guy friends that are genuinely just guy friends. I, I would not be able to have a relationship with a man that, like I had feelings for if, if you're, if you have a guy friend, it can't be somebody that you have feelings for somebody that you want to be romantically involved with. Cause it's just a mess then. And I don't know. I just feel like he's not your friend. You know who your friends are. And you know, like someone, this is what I had said to my friend. I said, someone that you can't express yourself to and knows nothing about you and doesn't even know how you feel or care how you feel for that matter is simply not your friend. We need a different word for it. But if it were me, I, once he said I was, I was there for entertainment, I would have been out. I would have been done. Um, cause that's not my job. And, and I would send him a, a Venmo invoice for that. Since I'm, uh, since I'm so entertaining to you here, here's my day rate, you know, but yeah, I, I would be done. Girl, I wouldn't even answer him anymore. And I wouldn't even explain it to him. Because again, do you owe him that? No. Also, I do want to say, because I've been here before a million times over, I was like really into this guy a few years ago. And he was adamant about he didn't want anything serious, right? And I was like, I don't want anything serious either. Even though I really didn't want anything serious, but I wanted something serious with him because I just was like, I just like adored him. Right. And I was like, I don't want anything serious either. And I became so agreeable. 
And I was convinced like, oh, the more we hang out, he's going to be like, I fucking love this girl. Right. Because we think that's going to happen in our heads. And then it wasn't happening. And I was like, I, I told myself, like, I can't be mad at him because he never told me he wanted anything with me. Like he told me exactly what it was in the very beginning. And I pretended like I was okay with it. Um, so this is really my bad, you know? So we can't like, we can't ask someone what their intentions are, have them tell us and then choose to continue to pursue them, whether it be in a, in a romantic way or as a friend, like, and expect a different outcome than what they told you it was going to be. It's like, girl, you're getting absolutely nothing from this guy. He's a clown. He's a clown and, and he's a freaking rat. Sorry, but he is. He's literally a freaking rat. Um, okay. This one says loser magnet. Hi, Carly. Just started listening to your podcast and I'm hooked. My sister recommended it to me because I think she knew that I needed some advice that you offer. I'm in a relationship with an alcoholic. To be honest, I feel pathetic even writing this all out. When I met my boyfriend, I was coming out of a 10-year marriage from a man who was actually gay and using me as a cover all along. Girl, you got to write a book. These few sentences, it seems like you got a book on your hands. That will have to be a separate email. Anyway, I met this sweet, loving guy. I ignored a lot of red flags um, and gave him the benefit of the doubt because he had been having a hard time after his mom passed away. Basically, he was just drinking himself to death. I thought it was situational. He is a nice drunk. I thought once his life situation got better that his drinking was, uh, his thinking would improve. But here we are a year later. I let this man move in with me. He quit his job shortly after and hasn't worked since. That was over six months ago. Now he drinks most days while I'm at work and hides beer cans all over the place. It feels like a real slap in the face to come home to him passed out when I've worked all day. Girl. Uh, plus I'm lonely. I hate that. I have let it get this far. I should have ended things a long time ago, but that's easier said than done. Please send good advice, good vibes, a kick in the ass, whatever you got. And then she adds a picture. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, is this your cat? <gasps> wow. There are multiple cats. No. Why are they so cute? <laughs> this one looks like Robert, you know, that already probably, but Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry that you're going through this. This is such a shitty situation um, to be in. And it's like, I think it's just such a crazy thing when like breakups are so hard, right? Because I feel like you, I think you know that this isn't your person. I think you know that it's best if, if you guys split up, right? But it's so hard because it's not something that happens overnight. You don't decide, oh, I don't want to be with this person anymore. And then like the next day, break up with them. Right. That's that's my kind of move. But most people and most normal people don't really do that. And it feels like there's a breakup phase before the actual breakup happens. Um, and so it feels like that's what you're in right now. And you're like, I hate that I let it get this far, especially living with somebody. It's so fucking hard to pull the trigger on that because it's like, it's not just, okay, you walk out the door and you're out of my life. It's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta pack your shit. You gotta take the TV. You guys gotta split back the bills. You gotta switch over the Netflix account. I mean, it's like a whole bunch of stuff. 
you know, got someone's got to move out, find another place. There's that weird time in between where like they still are randomly living with you, even though you're broken up, but they don't have anywhere to go yet. Please forget it. It's so it's so annoying. I understand that it's like not something that you can just snap your fingers and do. But I also think that you'll feel once this is all said and done, I know that you love him. Um, but I think that you'll feel like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. And I think if you're not ready to call it on this, I think the best thing you could do is tell him we could still be together, but you have to get your own apartment by the end of the month or, you know, by this date, you pick a date. You got to be out by this date because you living here with me is not helping our relationship at all. You're not a helpful partner. You're not helping me out with the house. You're not working. And I feel like, I mean, girl, not for nothing. If if I wanted to take care of, if I want to take care of a person, I I would, I would give birth to one, you know? So that's what I would say to him. If you want to try and salvage the relationship, if you think it's too far gone, you got to call it. You just got to call it Um, because you can't be the, uh, I know I've been with people with, you know, that are alcoholics or drug addicts, or they have some type of addiction. And it's as badly as you want to be that thing, because I've been there where I'm like, I'm going to just like change this whole thing and we're going to turn his life around and we're going to get him help and he's going to be great and blah, blah, blah. As much as you want that genuinely in your heart, you can't be that person for somebody if they're not ready to make that move. You just can't. So you can't put all of that responsibility on yourself. And right now you're taking care of a grown man, you know, and, and I hate to see it because that's a really terrible situation to be in, honestly. Keep us posted on all you girls, you know, you have to keep me posted on all this stuff. Um, okay. I saw, a, I saw, a. oh, here we go. We're going to, we're going to do this. Um, fuck, Mary kill. It says Carly's hardest fuck, Mary kill. Stanley Tucci, Giovanni Ribisi. I love Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, Alexa's dad from love is blind. Why are you doing this to me? You want to know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Alexa's dad from Love is Blind is is gorgeous and and the best looking person that you've ever seen on Love is Blind in your life. And he has that type of energy. Right. But he's got to go because he I remember a bunch of you guys sending me his social media posts. I'm not going to lie. The guy's a little suspicious. And I don't know what I was expecting from, you know, a, a wealthy man from from Texas. But I don't know how I feel about him anymore. But Giovanni Rubisi on the other side. Is he the love of my life? He's a Scientologist. So we're marrying Tucci, obviously. We're do we have to kill Alexa's dad or can he just like hang out? I think I, I think I would. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I got to kill Alexa's dad from Love is Blind and I'm marrying the Tucci. Cause you got it. He would be the best husband. I will say one of my favorite things about Stanley Tucci is that, um, like if you look at his Instagram, they call it like, they have this thing online where they call it like the millennial pause, where if somebody's taking a selfie style video or video of themselves, it's a very millennial quote unquote thing to do to like 
have this pause in the beginning of the video that's like, is this thing on? Right. And freaking Tucci does it all the time. I know he's not a millennial, but it just cracks me up. If you scroll through his videos, he's like, are we rolling? In the beginning of every single one, it cracks me the hell up because he's just so damn cute. But and you want to know what? He's husband material. He cooks. How nice is that? Anywho, you guys, I hope everybody has a great week. Been so nice sitting here and chit-chatting with you. Good vibes. Good vibes. And I'll see you guys uh, next week. Bye.